Hello, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Empowering Your Nurses show. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, I'm your host. And I know many of you visiting and you have been coming on and I appreciate it. Today we have another guest. Yes, another guest, a nurse, and she'll tell you more about herself. Indeed, she's an advanced practice nurse and she loves her work. She, she just had this passion for nursing and to see that all patients receive the best, the high quality care that each one deserves. So this morning, I just want to welcome our special guest. She's none other than... Elrona Smith, registered nurse. Registered nurse. Now you have been a nurse for many years. You have been specializing in an area that you'll let the world know about because you have a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge. Now at this time, can you just tell us a little about yourself? Well, my name is Elrona Smith, otherwise known as Joy, affectionately called Joy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a registered nurse for um, over 20 years. Um, I started out, um, I got my BSN from um, Herbert Lehman College, and um, I moved, went on to get my master's from Mercy College in Dobbs Ferry. Uh, prior to that, um, I did the LPN. I was an LPN prior when I started out, even though I had my BSN, because at the time um, I wanted some money, so I decided to do the LPN exam, which I passed, and then I started my first job as a LPN with a baccalaureate degree in a nursing home. And from there, I was able to have an understanding of what I'm about to experience at the bedside in an acute setting. So I um, started as an LPN and um, I was serving the geriatric population, which was predominantly um, adults over 65 and older. And um, they were had like, you know, other comorbid they have a lot of comorbidities. But um, I was happy for the experience because as a new nurse, sometimes it can be a bit frightening when you are put in a position to throw in a hospital setting as opposed to getting um, some um, nursing home experience. So I was thankful for the opportunity to work as an LPN where I was able to order to, to offer um, evidence practice for my patients. Excellent, excellent. So you said you were an LPN before, great. But as a nurse coming into the hospital setting, a new nurse, what was that like for you? Was it frightening? Tell us some more about that. Well, well, I remember starting coming, you know, as an working in the, in the acute setting at the hospital, it was challenging. It was frightening. It was nerve, nerve wracking because I'm like, oh my God, it's not like the nursing home setting where most of the patients are, you know, just there like for continuity of care. But I was, I was afraid to be honest. I was terrified to know that this is a different population. I mean, there are people who were more acutely ill. Mm -hmm. Um, we're talking about, you know, you're now on your own. You have to make your own critical thinking. Who you have to prioritize? Who needs to be seen? Who could be um, 
just eyeball, but who has to, you know, who has to be watched and who has to be monitored because oh. you had the, the acuity. You had to make sure you were dealing with the acuity as opposed to just routine treatments. Thanks for saying that. Thanks for saying that. That's a very strong point because uh, someone might say that you have, somebody has only two patients and another person might have six patients. However, the acuity determines the quality, determines the care and the, the, the frequency and the observation and all of that. So as a prudent nurse, even giving your assignment or delegating um, to others on the, in the health team, on your team, it's so important to analyze that. And that's how critical thinking comes into play you have to be able to say, okay, this one needs more attention. This one needs exactly. it and so forth. Exactly. And so, exactly. forth. so you have been specializing in a area of nursing. Now we have so many areas in nursing, so many specialties, so many of them, but you have chosen um, an area that causes um, someone to consider and some people might like that area and some might not. But what really motivated or inspired you to decide to, you know, to, to hold on tenaciously to that area of nursing? What is it? Tell us a little about that. Okay. And well, initially, um, I was at the bedside when I became an RN. I was at the bedside for over five years in med surge. And I really enjoyed my med surge but for some reason you know after a while i had issues with childcare, and okay. it was either my child or a job that could accommodate you know my child and myself so at the time being a bedside nurse and arvin i enjoyed it i loved it uh there are mo there were moments when it's like you were, you got so intertwined that you were showing more, instead of showing, instead of showing empathy, you were like more showing more sympathy. And it brought me back to like, this, these are people we are dealing with. These are people we are dealing with. And my concern was, if that was my loved one, that's the kind of care I want to make sure they are getting. So it was a very, it was in a rock and a hard place to leave bedside. But then the opportunity came where I went to utilization management, which is a part of discharge planning. And it was more hands off, but you were also involved because you now became the patient advocate. And we had to make sure that the patients and their family were informed and Specifically, I be you know my my area was more towards the um, the nursing home population, so it helped me to piggyback on what I the experience I had in the nursing home coming in. I was able to intertwine that into into discharge discharge planning, uh, utilization prior, where we would make sure the acuity is there in order for the hospital to be. Uh, reimbursed because mm -hmm. we know that managed care plays a great role in patients being in the hospital. So I had to be um, 
very much involved to make sure that the acuity was there in order for the patient to remain in the hospital so that the hospital could be paid. Thank you, thank you. So it's not just the bedside. So you see, as we said earlier, there are so many different areas, but you, a population that you care for in your specific area, are they cardiac related or they're just any underlying um, conditions? What, what, is there a specific area that your focus is on? Well, um, the focus of our position at the time at then was we were focusing on the geriatric population of patients coming from the nursing home. However, um, where I work is on the telemetry unit, which is a cardiac unit. And um, our focus also was on patient with heart failure. So we had to um, see exactly when the patient comes in, if they are decompensated heart failure, or it's a history, or it's a new, on, new onset of heart failure. And based on that, we would determine, you know, meeting with the patient, we would determine, you know, if they have a, a PCP, a primary care physician, if they have a cardiologist, and um, to find out, you know, if they are compliant with their medication, if they are doing their daily weights, uh, to find out those who have scales or those who um, are those who have scales and to make sure that they're, you know, you know, doing their best to weigh themselves so they could have a better rapport with their physician when they do their post um, their checks. So that's really interesting because these patients have to learn to monitor their urinary output, their weight gain and all of that. So there's a lot of education involved. Yes, there is. There you is a lot of education. Yeah. You did mention that you did um, advanced education. So that, was that in education or a different specialty? Well, that was mostly a part of education because I got my master's in um, nursing education. And um, I do believe that I, I, um, I benefit more on a one-to-one -one basis with my patients as opposed to in a classroom setting. I can really offer myself in real time and can be really develop a, a sense of trust based on a one-to-one -one basis with my patient as opposed to a lecturer mm -hmm. in the um, institutions of higher learning. Thank you, thank you for sharing. And that comes up to the point where individuals, you have your passion, you know yes. what you do best, you know what makes the clock ticks, right, yes. for you. Mm -hmm. and how you feel. And that's really, really uh, interesting. You mentioned the word telemetry. And uh, for the general public, they might not have any idea what that entails. However, does that mean that it's a special unit that would have um, patients on monitor or something like that? Do you have any idea or you want to tell somebody, a layperson, when they come in, um, why is it important that you just mentioned a cardiac um, cardiac care and the scale and all of that setting, there are times when these patients, they come back in and they're really say unstable and they have to put them on a monitor. Mm -hmm. And so on that unit, you have many patients who are what? Monitored. Monitored. And that yeah. means that they are hooked up to a machine. Yes. And it hooked on there and they, the heart, would be monitored and someone would be there constantly 
Yes. Observe if there are any changes, event, any, any condition changes with the rhythm. Yes. There are certain rhythms that are normal and there are others that are not. So Absolutely. they are constantly being monitored. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. So, so it's important. And so forth. therefore, the family members need to be what? Educated of Into what's going educated. on and be updated. Because it makes a difference. Because I've learned when a patient is sick and the entire family becomes ill, it's like a domino effect. It's the domino effect. It so spreads. Common. So, <laughs> yes. I know that so often we have in services and the units and so forth. But have you observed um, anything that you've observed? We come into the end shortly. Uh, but like just for the general public to know, are the, our young nurses, our young nurses are coming on. Many of them are excited, but then you're seeing some and there the interest might not be as much. Others might have preceptors that they're not too sure of. What's going on? But from your experience, can you let us know some of the things that you have observed, you know, uh, about some of the new nurses? And also what some of the tips you would want to tell them so that they can continue and don't get burnt out and um, just decided that, mm, no, 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 no. They're not gonna continue nursing. Well, what I would tell my new nurses is to be, um, to be vigilant, not to be afraid. It's just putting together all that you have learned in school. You're now applying that in the real world. And I will also encourage them to document. Documentation is paramount because as the old, the saying is, if it's not documented, it was never done. And sometimes with good intentions, we, mean, we meant well, so, you know, document that the patient reported that, you know, haven't had a bowel movement in three days. And we like, yes, I'm going to write it down. But then we get distracted and we forgot. And then something happened and then it's like, oh, it's not documented. So the importance to all new nurses is just to be, do your assessment, do your own assessment, do your rounds. I believe in doing walking rounds, lift up the sheets. Don't be afraid to lift the sheets and look to see what's under there. Um, I've had experience in the past where um, the report says patient has on venodyne boots, but when the patient came to the floor, they were bilateral amputees. So I believe in still lifting up those sheets, you know, do your own entity assessment and see and document because if it's not documented, it was never done. So that's my little tidbit to all incoming nurses. Make sure you document, 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 document. Wow. Awesome. In addition to that, I would add that um, from my observation, you know, over the years, encourage my nurse. Some of them are really, really fearful. Yes. In addition to that, be visible. Be visible because yeah. your patient might at this point not might be stable and another and teamwork is so important. Another patient might be unstable, but that patient is not your patient. However, we have to be mindful of our colleagues yes. as we work as a team. And so doing, you're gonna participate in helping that patient's recovery, you know? And because your time gonna come. But apart from that, when we care for our patient, is patient care center we're talking about. So when we care about each other, your work shouldn't be so much that 
you can't even go to the bathroom when the other person is just relaxing, you know? So yeah. it's so important to be mindful of each other and be, have a team, uh, a team-based mindset. That's correct. A team-based mindset. That's we correct. work as a team for the good of the patient. That's, that's correct. And also we have this old adage, you know, as nurses, that nurses eat their young ones. Mm. And I had a conversation recently with a, a colleague and I'm like, you know what? We need to reverse that. We need to really reverse that nurses eat their young ones. And instead of eat them, let's teach them. You know, let's teach our young ones because remember we were once young also and we just didn't went into nursing and overnight we got it under our belt. It was a gradual daily learning. It was cumulative. As you go along day by day, you learned, you grow stronger, you acquired more skills and you built on your critical thinking and you became the nurse you are today. So we need to go back in time and remember when we first started, how you know, naive we were, how timid we were, but as time goes on, we became expert in what we do. And let's not eat our young ones, but let's teach and nurture them because that's important in the field of nursing. Nurse Smith, thank you so much for those tidbits. They're vital. Yes. Because from your experience and from my experience, we know that there are times we met bullies. Yes, indeed. Indeed. It is a big thing in the nursing. Indeed. indeed. And if the truth be told, indeed. Although we have some of the best, the exceptional nurses yes. who are willing to share or impart yes. their knowledge, mm-hmm. there are others who are not like that. For whatever that is reason. Correct. So that we encourage self-care, self, yes. self an inventory of ourselves, mm-hmm. checking ourselves first, yes. see where the problems are so that we don't have to take our problems to work or un- put it out on others. That's but, correct. you know, examine and implement, act on caring for yourself, identify the problem, and then mend it, and then you'll be able to offer the best care to others, to your colleagues. You don't have to be friends. That's correct. When it comes to the patient care, it's important. It's teamwork. And it's team. So be a great team player. It's very, very important. Very much so. I know many of our young nurses are listening right now. I hope they are. I hope they do. (laughs) I know they are listening. And some of them know you. And some of them might know me also. But let me let you know that it was a pleasure to have you on this Empowering New Nurses show. It has been a blessing because many individuals have said, wow, you know, reinforcing certain scales, reinforcing, reinforcing certain information yes. that will help them and guide them so that freely they'll be able to communicate with their patients. On my um, line, we have, I have areas where therapeutic communication, yes. I have areas where non we don't want to embrace that at all, non-therapeutic. So in therapeutic, let your patient sense your presence, yes. listen to your patient, actively listen, listen yes. to your patient. So yes. all those factors are elements. Again, culturally sensitive care. Each person is different and their preferences and the individualization are important. Yes. Right? Yes. So when we think of a, a patient or we're caring for a patient, we're not caring for a group. We're caring for one person. And there are so many things that we have to bear in mind. The cultural, their culture is so important. Yes. yes. Give that individualized care. Yes. Therefore, if you don't know that information or I don't know it, 
it's my responsibility to research it. So true, so true. Research. And make sure that that patient will be yes. able to receive the care. Yes. The quality care. Because yes. that's all a part of it. When all the pieces put together like a puzzle and you get that, it's great. So let me say thank you for coming on, for taking time out of your busy schedule. We appreciate it. And I want to wish you all the best for this season. I, I, um, this season, which is a giving, a time of giving, a time of sharing. But yes. you know, we don't wait until just this time to offer. We do this continuously um, to our patients and to others. Yes. So may we emulate the best and may the young people emulate the best nurses, the qualities. Yes. So that this noble profession can continue to progress. Indeed, indeed, indeed. How will you contact me or others will can connect with me? YouTube and Miriam Amanda Smith. On podcast, Mir on Instagram. Miriam Smith on Spotify and on Apple. So Instagram. So I know some have not yet um, subscribed. I know. And I know you're going to tell somebody to go check that. Check that Empowering You Nurses show and subscribe and tell others there's much to learn Indeed, and guess what is. whatever topic someone wants we can discuss it and of course we share so we have our young nurses we're empowering the young ones we're empowering the new ones we're empowering the seasoned ones we're empowering the old ones we're empowering the retired ones because guess what we pass on information yes that will help the not another generation, the next generation. Indeed. So in two or three words or sentences, just give us the last charge before you leave. Well, uh, to all the oncoming nurses, I just wish you well and just believe in yourself and always listen to what your patient tells you. It's very important because they're, it's, in, it's, it's their body and they know their, be their bodies better than we do. And always give a listening ear to them. And touch is still important, still therapeutic touch. Even though I know sometimes you're afraid to touch because of lawsuits, because of the reality, but still touching is very therapeutic. It makes a difference, that touch, that touch from the hand. Yes. Thank you so much again, um, nurse. Nurse Ellen Smith for coming on and may you continue in your great work and continue to inspire the younger nurse. Thanks for your contribution to nursing. Thanks for having me. And thank you for inspiring me along the way. For my accomplishment, I will never say you haven't been a part of it. I am grateful. Thank Thanks you. for thanking me, Dr. Smith. All Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Be well. Have a great day. Enjoy the season. Likewise. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.